Dubai I 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. You do need to stay at home right now. It is depressing. It is weird. It is a huge change to how we've been living, especially uh, here in a city. You know, everyone gets out and about all the time, but that has got to change now. You need to stay home. I, I was absolutely astonished uh, by the story that was released overnight that the news uh, centre, the ARN News Centre, were running this morning that a European man has been arrested for filming and seemingly mocking beach closure instructions issued by a police, uh, Dubai police patrol unit. In a series of stories that he posted on his social media account, Twit, the man can be heard making fun of the latest safety guidelines brought in to contain the spread of COVID-19. In his final video, he was heard laughing while filming a Dubai police vehicle which was on the beach instructing swimmers to get out, according to a statement issued by the Dubai media office. Uh, the man has been arrested for ignoring safety instructions from the patrol unit. Um... Well, uh, he's a bit of an idiot, isn't he? Because you're not meant to be going out. You're certainly not meant to be filming Dubai police doing their job. And uh, you can only be... I mean, who posts that on social media, for goodness sake? Ultimately, we're all going to need to do our bit. We're all having to do our best. We're all having to realise that we're in it together. You have to stay home because otherwise the pandemic will spread. So you just have to stay home. So all of those moments when you're like, oh, well, you know, what about if I go out for a jog? Or what about a dog walk? Or what about X? What about Y? That's your mind trying to get around the facts that we've got to stay in, that we've got to get used to it. Uh, and it is really hard to get used to it. I'm finding it, I'm finding it really difficult. It is really, really, really difficult. You know, just think about, you know, you cast your mind back to three weeks ago and you're like, oh my goodness, you know, how things have changed. And then you cast your mind forward and you're asking how long is it going to last? And we don't know, and it is difficult, but you just have to focus on what you've got. Um, I've never been very good at that. But you've just got to focus in and you've got to think, you know, happy, healthy. Uh, we're in with the children. Try and find the positives in, in what's going on. Try to just, I mean, I hate saying this because this isn't my vibe, but you have to try and stay in the moment a bit more. Uh, certainly last night I switched off my phone for two hours and just watched a really silly movie and just uh, tried to focus on, on what I had. And it did help, actually. It helps a bit. So you don't have to stay up to date with the news all the time. You can, you can chill out uh, every now and then. So, uh, one of the big impacts, obviously, is that the children are off school and we're doing homeschooling, which started yesterday. Really interested to find out how it went for you. Uh, it's fair to say most of us were pretty stressed out yesterday. Uh, certainly when I went home, my husband was tearing his hair out by the time I got home, trying to basically teach uh, my eldest boy Arabic on his lunch break because obviously he's working from home and for him working from home means working uh, and obviously I'm here now so uh, we have to do most of our uh, homeschooling during the afternoon uh, but I actually felt genuinely lucky that I'd spoken to one of our guests on the programme yesterday. We had Lisa Sherrington Boyd on. She is the principal at Kangaroo Kids Nursery in Dubai. Her advice was incredibly constructive. Uh, we're going to play it again now because it helped me and it'll probably help you. Uh, this is how she recommended parents approach this period of distance learning? I think we've got to take the emotion out of this situation. I think we've got to slow down, pace yourselves. You don't have to be an expert on day one. And I'm pretty sure that principals and teachers are not going to be calling you into their office as parents because you didn't get this right. I think this is going to take time. And, you know, we've got to edge ourselves in gently. For me, 
you know, and I've been educating over 28 years, the question that I'm asking myself and in my nursery, and I know obviously our children are under five, but I've actually taught in secondary schools as well. I think we need to be asking is what kind of learner do we want our child to be at the end of this? Do we want our child to still be engaged? Do we want them to be problem solvers, creative thinkers, people who are still passionate about learning? Well, if we do, then we've got to get this right to some extent. And what does right look like? Right, I don't think, looks like everything kind of perfect and we've ticked every box, we've done everything we've told. Lisa wants us to think about learning as more than just maths and science. Ask ourselves, well, what does learning look like? Does learning only look like we're in front of an iPad and we're downloading information? We're seeing children as kind of vessels in which we put that information in. Learning can look like lots of things. Learning might be at the moment learning how to cook an omelette, tying up our shoelaces, you know, exploring stories. You know, I know that we've got an agenda to fill here with the schools needing to complete these tasks. But outside of that, if we get this right, our children might actually look back on this time and say, oh, God, do you remember when there was the coronavirus and we did that fantastic thing where we all made different omelettes and we tasted them like in a restaurant? There's opportunities really for families to connect at this time. And I think if we start adding in the stress of you've got to do this by this time and then everybody's getting upset, struggling with laptops and all the processes, we might just ruin that opportunity. So thanks to Lisa. I actually went home in a brilliant frame of mind, uh, started on my kids learning. We did some schoolwork and then we actually cooked daddy's dinner together. I actually haven't cooked a meal for my husband for as long as I can remember. Uh, Strictly speaking, my eldest boy basically did most of the work. Uh, We talked about ingredients and measurements as we did it. And it went really well. And it was it was actually genuinely restorative. Uh, And I, you know, and I wouldn't have normally done that. So definitely heed Lisa's advice. It's worked for me. Uh, But remember, I guess in part that was in for younger children. So I wanted to find out how home learning is progressing for the older students. And I'm joined now by Jod Desi. Now, he's the Deputy Chief Education Officer for GEMS Education. They're the largest operator of kindergarten to grade 12 schools in the whole world. They have a network of over 70 schools in over a dozen countries, and they have 45 here in the UAE. Hi, Jod, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for the invitation to be on the programme. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. How, uh, what challenges have you guys been seeing uh, during these sort of early stages? Because with 45 schools, you must have a really good overview of how parents and children are responding to this. That's right. We really do have a, a huge range of schools in GEMS, different curricula, English, US, Indian, IB, and 150,000 students. So in terms of having a range of feedback, we certainly have that. What we've been really making sure is that we can cater for the different needs of families. And we're very careful in the way that we collect that information. We do it every day. We have a quality assurance program where teachers and families are in discussion. The main things we need to get right are understanding that families have different contexts. At the moment, we've got a lot of families who are working from home. So they've been requesting, actually, that we send the work to them the day before, that they can prepare for the work. We've got some families who are in different countries, in different time zones at the moment due to to various travel restrictions. So for them, we need to make sure there's a mixture of live and pre-recorded information. The important thing is that we get it right for those individuals. And I really enjoyed listening to your your correspondence earlier about the different activities that we can do. My son this morning was making a cardboard aeroplane. That was one of the 
the uh, <laughs> task set by his teacher at a gem school. Um, so I think yeah, the main thing is we know this is going to be an ongoing process. We know that we need to adapt. We'll be getting better all the time. But understanding what our families need and what they want is the first step. I mean, and also, how are the teachers finding it? Because believe me, there are about... I'd say a million parents around the UAE right now who have a totally different view about their teachers, uh, not least uh, a, a huge sense of gratitude. Well, that really is one of the, the big positive comments that we've had coming through. It's yeah. the, the fact that the children are delighted to see their teachers. They miss them during the break. One of the phrases is familiar faces. Yeah. And it's about the continuity for, for young people. That's so important, isn't it? It's knowing that they're covering what they should be covering, perhaps in a different way. But particularly for our students in year 11, year 13, grades 10 and grade 12, we know there's a bit of uncertainty at the moment over exams. What they know is that they are covering with their everyday teachers all of those important subjects that that will be essential for them, whether they take their exams or not, for when they go on to university. So the, the big thing that we're getting is that families, the children are delighted to be seeing their teachers. Right. Coming up, we're going to be asking you more about which subjects that you've seen working well with distance learning and, and which ones still need a little bit of work and whether or not you see this sort of online learning process uh, being incorporated into the education framework going forward. Please stay on the line for me, Jod. We'll be with you again in just a minute. Uh, that's Jod Desi. He is the Deputy Chief Education Officer for GEMS Education. We're just going to catch up on the weather with Nadia Swan and then we'll be back talking to Jod. This is the Dubai Eye Weather Watch. In association with Air Arabia. It's a sunny but rather windy day this morning, so there'll be some dust and sand blowing around. It'll feel distinctly cooler too. The sea's going to be rough out there. Highs of 23 in Dubai and 24 in Abu Dhabi and Sharjah. Join Air Rewards by Air Arabia. Earn up to 10% cash back as points on your retail purchases, credit card spends, mobile recharges and more. Visit airarabia.com slash join. T's and C's apply. Finding your property has never been this easy. Property Finder's new map search experience allows you to calculate travel times and distances, as well as understand what amenities are in the community you're looking to move into. In addition, the Buildings Review section allows you to read reviews and ratings from real residents. Visit Property Finder to make your next move simpler. Property Finder, where life moves. Hello, my name's Neil Patch and I'm the chairman of VirtuZone. Extraordinary times demand extraordinary measures. At VirtuZone, we've brought our prices down to the bare minimum to help you navigate through this tough period. For a limited time, in collaboration with our free zone jurisdictions, you get a trade license and a three-year residence visa for the all-inclusive price of just 19,995 dirhams. We also have your family covered. For each of your dependents, you get a three-year visa for 4,995 dirhams. Call VirtuZone now on 800 89 or visit vz.ae. Pets and Vets. On Afternoons with Helen Farmer. Is there anything pet owners should be doing around COVID-19? The same thing we should all be doing, adequate disinfection, which means using a disinfectant that has been independently proven to have action against an envelope virus. Make sure you're using it properly as well, so I don't want pet owners to panic at all. Join the conversation with Pets and Vets, Wednesdays from 4pm on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. In association with Royal Cannon. On Dubai Eye.
103.8. Have your say on the agenda. With Tom Urquhart. On Dubai I 103.8. Discussing the hot topic of today, it is day two of home learning and it's pretty much all that anybody who is a parent can think about. We were all pretty stressed out yesterday. I wonder whether day two is uh, is making people feel worse or better. Please do get in touch. We want to hear from you, 4001. Also, we're asking children to get in touch. We'd love to hear your voices on the radio. Join the community. Tell us how you're feeling about uh, not being able to go to school, how you're finding the home learning. Maybe you're enjoying having your parents at home a bit more. Really love to hear from you, 4001. Uh, obviously, you can give us a call, zero. 0- Four eight seven one double five double zero. We're also on social at Dubai I one zero three eight FM on Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. You can always tag us, and then we can uh, check you out online as well. We are speaking right now to the Chief Education Officer of Gems Education to find out how things are going there. Joined on the line by Jod. Thank you so much for staying with us. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Lovely to have you here. So, I mean, you've obviously, with 45 schools, with so many different curricula, you really are getting to see how this home learning works across the board. Which subjects seem to be working well with distance learning and which ones sort of need a bit of work? I would say that I was absolutely staggered that PE does seem to work as a home learning exercise because we did it yesterday afternoon and actually it was enormous fun. Mm. Well, that's the great thing. The really good thing at the moment is that we've got so many different ways of delivering that learning that we can actually cater for, for those different subjects. We've been for years developing our own online platform, actually, with Gems called Phoenix Classroom. We've got 50,000 children across the region signed up to it. And it allows us to do videos from teachers. Um, for example, we've had various of our principals reading the, the Gruffalo out to the younger children. Oh. It allows us to give resources around math, etc. But as you've just said, too, it does mean that we can do PE. Now, obviously, we know that where we can go and do those things is uh, becoming a little bit more restricted now. So we'll be adapting that to make sure that it's PE in, in the home. I was doing PE with Papa with my son yesterday. And there are so many different things that we can do because we've got platforms, because we do invest in that technology, really. I have to say, if I can just find the time for it, it could be potentially be very rewarding i mean i think some days will be deeply frustrating and i'll want to you know bang my head against a wall uh virtually not literally um but i but, but i i mean i did get quite a lot of satisfaction yesterday out of you know trying to tick the boxes trying to to perform the tasks that that our teachers wanted us to and as i said before we've got to make sure we get the balance right because we do have working families so, yes, we need the live stuff. Yes, we need the things where parents are supporting their children. But we need some independent work, too. So getting that balance right is really, really essential. And that's why we're listening every day to the feedback that we're getting. And we're changing what we do every day to make sure that it's absolutely right. I mean, I'm a bit calmer today. But yesterday, I really was not calm. And, and I'm just imagining the parents out there who've got, say, four children who are, you know, warming up towards their exams, you know, sort of 11, 12. I imagine that age is quite a, a, a sort of difficult one from an educational point of view because they're making great strides. And, you know, it's day two and you're struggling to get your children to take it seriously. You know, they keep on changing their iPad to play FIFA or watch Minecraft, you know, play Minecraft or watch YouTube. And, and you're really beginning to sort of panic at, at the sense that uh, how on earth you're going to manage this and your busy, tricky job. What would you say to those parents who are really already struggling and a bit worried about looking ahead into the future? 
Sure. And it's really important. We, we have to make sure that people remain positive in these challenging times. What I'd say is do what we would always encourage, and that's to get in touch with your schools, get in touch with your teachers, and to, to explain what the challenges are. As I say, we've already, from yesterday, we've adapted some of the ways in which we're working on the basis of parental feedback. So if you need some more independent work, that's potentially something that we can look at uh, providing uh, as we give out that work. But the main thing, keep in touch Tell us what your concerns are, and we'll do our very, very best, as we do every day in normal circumstances, to make sure that we provide the best thing for those children. When you've got a range of ages in the family as well, there's a great opportunity for them to be working together and supporting each other as well. Mm. So um, That's peer a good study idea. with certain ages or an older student helping a, a younger one, testing each other. So I do think we can get that little collaboration, that community of learners within the family, as well as networked remotely. I can just, I just can't, I'm, I'm struggling keeping up with two. I just can't imagine what it must be like with, you know, four or, or even I've got one friend with five children. I mean, how on earth that you even have enough sort of desk space for five children? It must be so tricky. I mean, going forward, we are going to come out of this uh, pandemic. There will be life after it. And I think it's really important that we all focus on that, that it's not forever. Do you think that there'll be changes to the curriculum, changes to the way that educators think about the, the, about schooling as a consequence of this era? I think for some groups and some schools, this will have been something very new and they will need to make changes. Within GEMS, actually, this, this is the kind of stuff we do. We actually have a, a unit within GEMS called GEMS X, which is dedicated to innovation to online learning to remote learning we actually have a chief education innovation officer who i think was on your program last week yeah a whole dedicated team so so for us it's already here and you know, we wouldn't have been able to to prepare nine thousand teachers and one hundred and fifty thousand children yesterday to do this effectively if it wasn't something that we already do so perhaps this may be something new for, for some areas certainly for us this is a little bit of bread and butter we're just doing more of it Amazing. Uh, John Desi, thank you so much for joining us on the line. Uh, Deputy Chief Education Officer for GEMS Education, who have 45 schools here in the UAE. Thanks you so much, John. Pleasure to speak to you. Thank you. This is Dubai Eye 103.8.